In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. Welcome to the Man Card Podcast and our mission to build an army of men in the arena who are becoming the best version of themselves in changing their world. Males are born. Men are made. We're going to separate the men from the boys. A man is as a man does. We want to help you to become the best version of you. Theodore Roosevelt spoke about this rare breed saying, the credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood. That's awesome. The man card belongs to those protecting integrity, fighting apathy, pursuing God passionately, leading courageously, and finishing strong. A man is as a man does. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army. We salute you. Because you're grinding it out in the stress bubble of life, you are known. You are not anonymous. Welcome to this episode of the Man Card Podcast. This is Equipping Men in 10, where we call you into the arena of manhood, out of every faceless, nameless, male-dominated bleacher that represents the anonymous man. And we call you up to the absolute best version of yourself so that you can walk and thrive and live and rise above in the stress bubble of life. I'm Jim Ramos. I'm here with the mixed master, the PhD of sound, Dr. Pat George. How you doing, man? I'm well, yeah. Good to see you. Good. Good to see you, too, man. It's good uh, to be seen. It is good to be yeah. seen. It, well, it'd be nice to be invisible for a day. You could really mess with people and make a lot of money, but... Oh, yeah. yeah I, don't that, if, that, I don't know if I don't God know. would be pleased. Yeah, I, I don't know if God yeah. would be pleased, so... That probably wouldn't work that's, so well. Yeah, that's how he operates. He's a, he's invisible, and he's just loving on people and changing lives, so that'd be cool. Yeah. So, uh, cool. And but, I'm but over he's here. He's God, and we're not. <laughs> I know. He is, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I Yeah, it would be bad. It would be bad. So, <laughs> yeah. anyway, I'm just Jim. Just Jim. I'm just a Bill. Yes, I'm only a Bill. Remember that song? Nope. And I'm stuck up here on Capitol Hill. Oh, that sounded, man. That must be an 80s It was on the song. cartoon 70s, man. When I was a little oh, kid in the cartoons, oh. that was like one of the songs. I learned that. Huh. I learned my politics through that. It's the only place I want to learn my politics. I don't so. remember that one. I just no. remember it was that. Little, just remember it was the, the, the little cartoon songs. On, if, you, oh, okay. if you know that song I sang, you come in with an iTunes review, we'll shoot you some swag. How about wow, that? So anyway, and I'm here with, uh, with the backbone of the MCP. <laughs> The right-hand man, Dale Culver. How you doing, man? I'm just Dale Culver. I am just <laughs> just Dale Culver bringing a man law. Yeah. You're important. All right, so. God loves you. Yeah. Everybody else thinks you're a jerk. <laughs> That's right. That's not how it, how it goes. Yeah, I know. It's a, everyone else thinks you're a donkey. And only donkey translated. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, delete. Well, uh, reset. I, on this one, I say um, be open to correction and or rebuke. 
uh, especially from ones who love you because they usually have your best interest in mind and they're calling something out. And uh, so be open to that and uh, take in consideration where it's coming from and why and and uh, ponder that thought, pray over that thought. And uh, instead of maybe freaking out on somebody and saying, no, you're wrong, you know, especially if more than one of your friends comes to you with that, there might be some truth to it. (laughs) Yeah. If you're if, hearing it from more than one person, there's a problem there, yeah. for sure. Yeah, that's, re- that's really good. That's good. The yeah. key there is having more than one person in your life that you trust and you're open with. Right. Right. I mean, I sat with a guy for lunch yesterday, and, and I think he called me out two or three times. I called him out two or three times. We had we had chili relleno. We didn't share the same plate, but we had sat there over chili relleno for two and a half hours. Was your head sweating? It was so awesome. No, I had the mild. It was so <laughs> awesome, though, to be around a guy... You know, and there's that stretching, that pressing into, and I think that's really important to have those relationships where you want somebody's. But the key you hit, you know, Ephesians four fifteen says, "Speak." I think it's four fifteen. Whatever you do, uh, let no one uh, speak it in love. The truth in love, yeah. and so you know, you don't want to speak the truth in anger. You're ugly. You're stupid. You know, uh, you mm-hmm. want to speak the truth in love because you want somebody to go to the next level, right? I mean, so I mean, you can tell me I'm ugly. I, I'm okay with my face, but if, as long as you do it in love. Anyway, so, hey, uh, I want to talk about the meat of this podcast, and I had a revelation. We've got a guy coming on the podcast, Dr. Uh, Donald Minter, and he's written several books. He's out of Arizona. He wrote a book with his wife, Laura, called 31 Days in Paradise, and I'm not all the way through the book, but I'm really excited to interview him about it. But he, he, there's something in the book that really impacted me. As we think about marriage, we think about, you know, you hear phrases like, hey, marriage is a marathon, not a sprint. But in this book, he talks about something that hit me. Marriage is more like a three-legged sack race. Think about it. You're linked up with your wife. You've got your arm around her. You've got a gunny sack between your legs. Both your middle legs are, are, your, are in this gunny sack. And you're running this race, and there's a lot of hobbling. There's a lot of limping. It's not pretty. You're moving down this journey of life. You're falling. You're getting up. You're moving forward. And he said something in this book that really impacted me. Here's a quote from, from the book. This new relationship with its pledge to a life of togetherness comes with revelations of all kinds. Thus, the dreaded moment of revelation, that an unanticipated understanding, your spouse is broken. It is the unwanted awareness in every marriage. And you know, that hit me because I dated this beautiful woman, fell in love with her, married her, and something happened within the first couple weeks or months of our marriage of living with a person, I realized how broken she was. And she realized how broken I was. My beautiful wife did not do devotions the way I did them. My beautiful wife listened to secular music. My beautiful wife drank wine sometimes. My beautiful wife didn't cook. My beautiful wife didn't like how I dressed and tried to change me, and on and on and on as she, as we understood one another. But one of the things I've learned into our marriage, and I want to speak to this, is I realize that my beautiful wife, just like her handsome, studly husband, <laughs> just like every man and every woman, is broken. And part of me leading my wife is to help her through her brokenness. And as I discovered that, and I discovered that early on in our marriage, but what I did wrong is I would call out the brokenness, and I didn't do it in love. I would do it in anger. I would do it in frustration. I would do it in the heat of battle. 
And that just brought her more and more into her brokenness. But my role is to call her out of her brokenness to experience healing. That's my role as a husband, right? To protect my wife, to help her to become her best version. So here are some things that I've learned. And guys, I think this is so important. I think marriages fall apart because we as men, we call out the brokenness of our spouse. We don't call them up. We don't call them into our world. We don't we don't help them. So here's what I did with Shanna. And my wife is a wonderful Christian woman, highly respected in her community, but she's broken like everybody else. So my wife is no different than anybody else. But I'm just telling you how my my wife and my my marriage, how we've done this. The first thing is is we had to I had to as her husband acknowledge, lovingly acknowledge her brokenness. Hey honey, you've got this area in your life that you have brought in that that is broken. Right. Usually it's a family wound of some kind or there's something from her history. Maybe it's a sin thing or whatever. Then I want to speak healing into her brokenness. So the lies that she has bought into, I want to speak truth and I want to speak against those lies. What do women deal with? I'm not worthy. I'm not pretty. I'm not good enough. You know, so I'm going to speak truth into these lies. You're beautiful. You're worthy. I, I, I just, there's nobody else. You're my one and only, you know, uh, I want to speak truth and I want to speak healing into her brokenness. And then the other thing that I've, I do with Shanna and I, and honest, she's a almost, she's a late forties year old woman, tremendously confident, loves God. But even to this day, this brokenness surfaces pretty regularly. So what I do is I want to love her in her brokenness. So in the midst of her brokenness, as she wrestles through this thing, I want to love her through her brokenness, and I want to speak healing into her life. And I've seen my wife transform over the course of the, over the course of her lifetime. Now, when she has those moments of insecurity that these things well up, or if I do something as a man that is a guardrail breach, or or I say something wrong, or I act a different way, these things will flare up. They'll trigger her. But I need to go back to her brokenness. I, really, her brokenness is really a default for me. I go back to, okay, Shanna has this area of her life. I have to continue to speak life into her and truth into her and love into her so that she can become her best version. Because when when my wife dies, well, let me, she's going to outlive me because I'm a big man and I'm a little bit older. When I die, I want my wife to say, no man could have loved me better than that one. That's the goal of every man in the bubble. And there's no other place we see this come out as life, as life in the bubble, right? The stressors of life, the weariness of life, the anxiety of life in the bubble causes these this brokenness to surface. And men, as you see that in your wife, realize don't call her out in anger, but call her up in love. Guys, you've been listening to the Man Card Podcast, equipping men in 10. We want to help you change your world. So guys, enlist in our army the free Great Hunt for God app. It's the Great Hunt for God app. The Man Card Podcast. Make sure you subscribe, share it, get going on that, and join the almost 10,000 men in the arena on our closed Facebook forum for men. There's no other forum out there like that that really helps Christian men understand manhood. Guys, invest in our resources. Oh, but I don't like how you write. I don't like your resources. Okay, go to my friend Vince Miller's resources with Resolute for Men. Go to uh, Jeff Voth's uh, resources with the Cave Time. Go to Kenny Luck's resources, Everyday Man. There are so many guys out there writing great material. Find what works for you and get rolling so that you will change your world and champion the causes you care about. Because when a man gets it, Everyone wins. Join us in building an army of men who are becoming the best version of themselves and changing their world. Until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. 
smell a stench of battle. Get in the game, get dirty, grind it out, and be a man. This is Dale Culver, and you've been listening to the Man Card Podcast. Has your man card been challenged today? If you hunger to be the best version of you, then join the thousands of men around the country on our closed Facebook forum called The Men in the Arena. This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of manhood. Also, make sure you ask about our newest equipping opportunity called the Man Card Weekend with the men in the arena. Let us inspire the men of your organization to become the best version of themselves today. And don't forget to purchase a copy of Jim's new book, The Man Card, Five Characteristics Separating Men from Boys. This is the best book out there that defines what a man is and does. In it, Jim combines his master storytelling abilities with his no-holds-barred style, distinguishing between men and boys. If you want to keep your man card, then pick up a copy of this life-changing book today. Simply go to the Great Hunt for God app or mancardpodcast.com and pick up a copy today. Thank you for listening to this episode the Man Card Podcast. This is Dale Culver signing off. Until next time, join our army and become the best version of you. Get in the arena. Let the world feel the full weight of who you are. Grind it out. Be a man. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men for from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.